There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Kelly McMinimum. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. How are you this wonderful Saturday? I am doing really well. Thanks for having me. Yes, we had a, a bit of a challenge getting connected, but I'm so grateful you uh, stood there uh, to get going with us because you're going to help our or audience get organized. Um, organizations, something that really stresses me out in my life when I don't see things kind of tidied up and secured away. Um, but there is a difference to it. Not all organizing is equal. I mean, there's different personality types and people that do things differently. Like my husband, as we talked about beforehand, does things differently, but for him, it's very organized, but not for me. So we're going to discuss some of the ways that uh, there's different organizational processes and different ways that people process stuff in their mm -hmm. head and their mind, but also how can they coexist if you happen to be married with someone or living with someone that maybe is a different personality type than you and organizes differently. So uh, I welcome to Savvy. Thanks for having me. Excited. You, you uh, betcha. And I love the name. Where'd you get Pixie Did It, the name of your company? Where'd you come up with I, I started this business with, I, if it was me, I'm so boring and by the book, uh, I am your typical organizer, you know, mm -hmm. place for everything, everything is place. I probably would have named it like, let's get organized or something like that. <laughs> but my sister, who is the, my opposite personality type, very creative, a creative writer, a little messy. Uh, we had mm -hmm. Oscar and Felix of the organizing world. She came up with it. So it's kind of the answer to who transformed your home and it's Pixies did it. So it's kind of like magic uh, after oh. we're done helping you get organized. And um, and really the genesis of the business, the whole idea of different personality types need different solutions is because of the two of us being different our whole lives. Uh, and our, our mom went back to school when we were teenagers and got a master's in art therapy. And we learned about Myers-Briggs personality types. So mm. our pixie organizing styles, pixie types uh, are really kind of based in the Myers-Briggs world. And mm. we actually were, you know, are Myers-Briggs practitioners. And that's the basis of all the research we did with clients and figuring out different systems for different people. 
and uh, we have a book, Organize Your Way, and it's called Simple, Strate Simple Strategies for Every Personality. That's the subtitle. And really in there is all the advice we give clients, mm. especially the compromises uh, between types. And mm. uh, that's um, a, a mainstay of, of our business. We have some single clients, but my joke about single clients is um, it's kind of like when a tree falls in a forest, do you hear it? Because usually there's not really a problem because you know where things are mm. generally and you have your system. But the moment you layer in another personality type, whether it's a roommate or a mate, um, mm -hmm. things start to get a little messier. And then if you have children or pets, it kind of grows exponentially from there. And that's usually when people call us for help <laughs> coming up with systems that might work for many different personality types. Now, you know, I'm wondering, Kelly, because I have met some people like a friend of mine who mm -hmm. um, and maybe it's just because of his personality type, but he doesn't seem to remember where everything is. And it's kind of, well, it looks to me thrown about like nothing seems to have a place. So yeah. is it maybe because he lives in a house with a bunch of other people and so he loses track or? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times if somebody. So I think I was you we were talking earlier and I was saying you can kind of divide humanity into two types of people and it's filers versus pilers and that's really the first like dividing line between people and if you are a piler and a non-piler comes and tidies your piles because usually pilers are not messy or not neat rather about their yeah. piles uh afterwards they might not even know what's in that pile because their piles are almost visual uh, like breadcrumbs to them so they might know mm. that for example like a, a insurance important insurance document is underneath a pink piece of paper that's sticking out so it's like these visual cues and if i straighten it and you no longer see this pink piece of paper then you have no idea where that insurance form is anymore so often when there is you know really like you know a home with a lot of people interacting and doing things to people's stuff you do start to lose track and that's really why we encourage people to have formal systems even if some of the systems are not um you know traditional because mm -hmm. once you have a system let's say a, like a, a pile even if it's an acrylic bin mm -hmm. that you know a piler can see somebody who's not a piler won't be as offended by it because it's in a structure um and they won't try to tidy it because it's like oh the pile it's there like it's almost like there's an organization so they can see and so they leave it be in a way that a tidier person wouldn't do if they just saw like a big old pile you know yeah. uh, it, without any structure whatever to it you just see mess really that's what the tidy person sees the the, the filer um in the uh initial example of how i divide humanity or how i've seen humanity um divides itself uh we always say we were kind of like for our first 10 years like jane goodall in the concrete jungles of manhattan because that's where our you know business was primarily when we started and uh, we really were kind of, we knew what our, the personality types were, the Myers-Briggs of each of our clients. And then from there, we could see strengths, weaknesses, systems that tended to happen with some types and figured out how to formalize some of those systems. And obviously filers have a system, it's called a filing cabinet. Yeah, right there. <laughs> the yeah. whole world yeah. is built for filers, basically. It's like more than half the population, almost 60% of the population, whereas pilers are the other 40%. And that's kind of why 30 to 40%. And that's kind of why they're always put upon by the filers and the tidy, tidier traditional organizers. Uh, mm -hmm. But they definitely need different systems because it's too difficult for them, especially at home, to keep up with the idea of like filing away everything and hiding everything away. Um, I think, you know, one of the best ways to think about how to help a messier type, or if you are a messier type, 
is to make systems as close to one step as possible. Mm. And, you know, the reason is that kind of the more steps, the more complicated an organizing system is, the less adherence you're going to get and the less you're going to do it. And, um, you know, so it's kind of just accepting reality for that 30 to 40% of the population. Uh, and, you know, an example I always give is a hamper is really a three-step process right you gotta like a clothing hamper you gotta lift the lid off put the clothes in put mm -hmm. the lid back down many times often we'll just put their clothes on top and it drives mm -hmm. like the tidier people crazy they're like how big of a deal is it to open the hamper <laughs> why can't you do that and the answer is it's just an extra step really and it's just mm -hmm. not it doesn't bother them to see the clothes on top of the hamper and you know they might be fine with it being that way even if it piles up and mm -hmm. I just, you know, our solution, I remember we came up with it when a client's like, oh my God, how can I get him to stop putting, you know, clothes on top of the hamper lid? And we're like, just get rid of the lid. Off. If you don't have a lid. And it was like, oh, oh. I hadn't even dawned her. Because it was like, some types are fine with the extra like lid and not seeing mm -hmm. any mess. Cause you might see a little bit of the clothes in there, which might actually stress some people out. That's why they like the lid is why it exists. Why mm -hmm. hampers with lids exist. But really when you think about it, which would you rather have because the clothes are either going to be on top of that or in there. And so um, it's kind of a choice for the tidier person um, in that type of a situation, but one step, the clothes usually go in there. And if they don't go in there, it's a lot easier for you to put them in there, the tidier person. If you know, I, I love that you say that because, you know, we were having issues with the clothes here. And I don't, I, what we started to do is leave, I'd leave the, uh, because we don't have any white. So I would just leave the wash machine thing open, as, you know, if they're no, not being washed or whatever, leave the thing open. You got something dirty, just toss it in there. So yeah. boom, it's ready to go right in there. Like the, you, you, you think about it. I was just giving an example of a hamper as an individual system, but really a hamper is part of a whole laundry system. And so yeah, yeah. hamper is the first step of many steps. So mm -hmm. when you think about it, just using the washer as a hamper that's open is yeah. truly one step. Yeah, <laughs> right? seriously, just throw that puppy in there. When it gets full, we, we push the go I'm button. Using, <laughs> but you're in there. You're, you're, be, you're in my spiel now. I love it because that's what I mean about the iterative process is you're like, well, this isn't working. And if you stop and you think, oh, wait, okay, I, the hamper is just one part of the laundry process. And so how do I make this even simpler? So sometimes it takes you a while to find your systems. And oftentimes the clients, when I'm setting up systems, I'm kind of just interviewing them, talking about, well, how does it end up this way? What's your habits? Mm -hmm. um, and I, there was one client we had, drove her husband crazy because she would come home from work in her apartment and it would be like a breadcrumb where she would just be like dropping her bag, then mm -hmm. dropping her coat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you could see where she was in the house based on where her stuff was. <laughs> and he wanted her to put it all in the front hall closet. And I, I was like, it's just never going to happen. You know, it's almost full. It's an apartment. It's, you know, mm -hmm. knowing what her type was, she was what we call an organic, which is a piler. Um, yeah. Pilers are organics and smarts. And, um, and then now, five, what does that mean exactly when you say organics and smart so organic and smart, they're big picture thinkers and, mm -hmm. um, have kind of like big picture memories as well. Mm -hmm. And they're just not as, they don't notice the details as much as the filers. Um, and this is, you know, almost like 60% of the population and the filers in this world, we call them classics and funds mm -hmm. and they're just 
they were the place for everything, everything in its place kind of people. And they like things to be hidden away. They notice mm-hmm. little details like somebody leaving their coat on a chair yeah, yeah. and their purse on the floor. And these things bother them. I mean, his wife probably was like, what? <laughs> I didn't even know she did that, you know, yeah, or yeah, that yeah. something that might bother someone. And, uh, you know, when I saw her bag next to, um, you know, a bookshelf. I was like, is that where your bag usually ends up? And he's like, yes, that's where her bag always is. I'm like, put a hook right there. There was a bookshelf and there was a place in the bookshelf you could put a hook. Mm. And basically that's where they put the hook. And that is where she hung her thing every day. Cause that Mm. was where she tended to do it. And so I literally mean, you know, when I say do an archeological dig, it's kind of like, oh, like that's Mm. where her coat tends to be. That's where her purse, like that's where you want the coat hook. I mean, you can try to change someone's habits, but change is always more difficult when you think about it than just going with somebody's habits and tendencies, especially at home, because when you walk through the door, you're usually exhausted. Um, And even if you're working from home, you're usually exhausted. So, you know, if there's some, you know, another routine, the easier you can make it, Mm -hmm. the better, you know, because we tend to use our energy towards, you know, the outside world and the demands of that. And then we're kind of in your hearth and home. It's like you could be your shoes off self. And that's why it's really hard to pretend. Um, You know, there are some tidy people, classics and funds who really just have trouble with um, the habits of messier organics (laughs) and smarts. And, um, you know, so I'm always trying to make sure they understand it's really hard to make them change. It's not impossible, but if they really demand that these people follow their systems, even the complicated more than one step ones, um, that messier person needs like a room or a closet. That's just theirs that they can just dump things. They can just toss their shoes off that the mess tidier person, if they find shoes can just like toss the shoes in there. Um, so that's, it's a great release valve, um, to have that. And, and, you know, that the tidier person can't really touch that space or have an opinion because they can close the door on it. It's theirs. And it kind of helps uh, alleviate some of the tension that is always Mm going to happen uh, between people with incredibly different brain makeups, brain wiring. Now, let's bring kids into it because, uh, you know, parents will come home and say, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I worked all day long and there's a pile of dishes and the kids are like, well, you know, whatever. I'm just, I put some water and soap on it. Dude, how much more trouble is it to wash the damn dish? And so what do you, what's your suggestion for getting kids on board on, on systems and, you know, cause that's my pet peeve. Get on board right away. It's like some kids know they're, know they are a classic or a fun really early, you know? Um, and they're the kind of ones that you can put in a system and they're like, what? Oh, I love this idea. And they're like on board. And then there's, you know, the other ones who are maybe going to take a little longer to figure out, you know, what their personality type is, maybe later bloomers and people who are just going to end up the messier, just having more stuff and not noticing it less detail oriented, um, smarts and organics. Um, Mm. but I always try to make systems pretty simple for kids. Um, and you know like if you know they're not gonna be able to put it in the dishwasher just be like it has to be like in the sink rinsed or you know you yeah. try again it's kind of back to the one step idea I started off talking about keeping it simple for them mm-hmm. um, but having kind of like hard hard rules so that they know what the system is or you walk in and you'd be like why are there dishes in the family room or you know, yeah exactly supposed to be and the kids could be like oh, oh sorry you know and come yeah, yeah. And at least know what to do like what the mm-hmm. system is 
And I mean, it's iterative again. So you'll like, maybe you could start off being like in the dishwasher and over time be like, just have them rinsed in the sink. Yeah, just put it, at least rinse them off. Right. Because you, what ends up happening is if all throughout the day, people are taking more and more dishes and different types of items. Mm -hmm. Then let's say you have a greasy meal for lunch and then breakfast was, I don't know, like toast. Now everything is greasy and it takes much longer to clean. So yeah. I try to make it, you know, understandable to them that listen, if you just clean it at once and it's not a lot of, it's more work at the end of the day. Yeah, if we exactly. can just clean them and put them right. off to the side, boom, and that little thing, that plastic thing that we let dry you might, thing. You might find one kid adheres to this, mm -hmm. one never does. And that's yeah. kind of the clue of who, who they might end up <laughs> being later in life really versus good or bad, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's like yeah. what, what bugs them or it doesn't bug them. Uh, but I, you know, I think with, with kids, it is trying to keep it simple, broad, like if toys and that kind of stuff, broader mm -hmm. categories um, that everyone can adhere to. I definitely mm -hmm. label things because with this, you know, like if you have transportation, you know, you yeah. can just kind of put cars and airplanes, you know, um, mm -hmm. but uh, it kind of gives you like where, when you're, uh, you know, whoever's mm -hmm. in charge of cleaning up because when they're really little, it's, it's the mom or dad or mm -hmm. the babysitter or grandma. Um, and you know, if you have labels and other people are interacting with it, at least kind of like keeps things in the realm of not miscellaneous, Exactly. <laughs> you know, which, which gets chaotic really, really quickly. But the piece of advice I'd give for families that kind of helps run things smoothly. This is true. If you live more than just with yourself, even if it's just you and a cat or a dog is there should be a mail room because every home is really kind of its own company. And um, I know it's not like a Downton Abbey type home. Most of us have pretty simple homes, but you need a mail center because things come in continually. Even after we you know, leave this mortal coil, there's still mail coming in. You know, when you think about it, it just doesn't stop. And so the mail room kind of helps you, you know, whether you're bringing in, mail's bringing it in, have places for each being within an abode. And, um, and so in addition to that stuff coming in, when you find things within that aren't in their homes and you're like, I don't know where this belongs, but it belongs to my son. I'm mm -hmm. going to put it in his bin. And the system really becomes like, I can't find this anywhere. And you're like, did you look in your bin? So there's always a central hub oh, got for it. anything. Now everything has homes. You have systems within each room. You know, if you read our book, organize your way per room. So that's kind of how it's organized. It's by type. By personality type and then by room but so every system should have its own system every system every room should have its own system but then the central hub is kind of catches all the things because you don't always have time to walk upstairs right or mm -hmm. go to the room or go and it's just great to be like i don't know where this goes i'm going to put it in their bin um mm, and i feel idea. like one of the reasons it works is we all went to kinder kindergarten and we all got a cubby so yeah. it's like we were all like <laughs> um that brainwash but regardless of your type you had a cubby so it's like you know, it might not occur to somebody that it might be in their cubby, but after a while, when you're like, look in your cubby and you're like, oh, there it is. They start to, be, you know, go back to the idea that they have a cubby. It's mm -hmm. probably in their cubby. Yeah. Well, I, I love that we had this chat. Um, I love the mailroom idea. Um, yeah, it's just a great idea. But also, I think you just saved an argument between my me and my husband because I saw a huge pile and I'm like, tomorrow when he's gone, I'm going to I'm going to organize this puppy, make it. And, and now you just saved that from happening. I'm not going to touch it. <laughs> like, what you could do is you could buy some acrylic bins and be like, 
what I'd really like to do, measure yeah, the yeah. space that you always measure twice, but like measure the space, make sure the bins work, but buy some bins and be like, I'm totally fine with piles now. I just yeah. want them in bits. Exactly. Like, so see how many piles he has. If it's like five or six around the house, buy more than that. Cause there's always one or two new piles that will crop up. Yeah. And I feel like once you have that, even if the piles are not where you'd want them, you'll be a little bit happier. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. Well, I know you've just saved a bunch of arguments across the globe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And also, also with working with your children, how to get them on board. And I think systems can maybe be fun, uh, you know, and maybe help all organizing styles realize, okay, here's your bin, here's your hideaway, whichever type you are, uh, where can people get a copy of organize your way, simple strategies for every personality, get a copy of your book and find out more about pixies did it and work with you guys. Well, pixiesdidit.com, um, you can get, but also on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, um, everywhere where you can buy, you can buy books uh, online and there's a Kindle version, you can, you know, download that. So, awesome. uh, but yeah, some, you know, who doesn't want to read about organizing on a beach, right? Buy a copy. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm really getting jazzed up, but my husband's like, can we stop talking about this other girl I told you about, Kaylee? He's like, yeah. oh my God, stop talking about organizing. Er. No, no, exactly, exactly. Um, now what was I going to say? If they are not in your state, can they still work with you online? Is that possible? Yeah. I, because I had, I was a client that I worked with in person. She's like, how do you fit in so many clients? And I was like, well, cause it's not always in person that I can talk people through it. I can see what their space looks like. I know what their personality type is. Cause you can go on pixiesdidit.com and take the quiz. The quiz is in the book as well in our cool. book organized your way but um it's also online and it's, it's fun it's like remember like taking those quizzes and like yeah 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 women's magazine um it's kind of like get me a copy yeah yeah um so um so you can take it and then you know who you are so i can work with people on zoom and okay. just like know their space and you know we can we can do consulting that way that's great. That's awesome to know. Cause uh, I've have heard of quite a few of my friends, higher organizers. They don't always need to be in person, especially during the whole COVID lockdown thing. A lot of people took to going within and saying, how do we make our space more, you know, applicable? Yeah, exactly. It was hard. You had to do double duty in a lot of rooms. So mm -hmm. yeah, you can, I'm, I'm in, in New York. My sister's in Cleveland. Uh, so those are the in-person places in those areas, metro areas mm -hmm. you can get us, but you can get us online. For sure. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I just have to thank you again, Kelly, for coming to share your great wisdom today. It was such a great uh, chat. I know you're going to help a lot of our audience. Thanks for coming to Savvy Broadcasting today. Thank you so much. Take care. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.